Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hey everyone, happy Thursday, welcome to the Josie Show. We have a jam-packed show for all of you today. I'm so excited because our guests are Reese Sullivan, James D. Jarvis, the executive director for the Cape Fear chapter of the Red of the American Red Cross will be joining us live. Then we have Tara Townsend and Satoria. So stay tuned for the whole show. You will not want to miss a second of this wonderful episode of the Josie show. So here is my first guest, Reese Sullivan. Please welcome to the Josie show. My guest, Reese Sullivan. Hi, Reese. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Oh, anytime. So I'm, I've been looking forward to chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit better. So I'd love to start with how music, you know, became a thing for you. When did you realize this was a passion for you? Um, well, it's kind of multiple parts here. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, I was playing, my mother started me playing piano when I was six. Oh, okay. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, you know, was taking lessons and, and playing, you know, Bach minuets and Beethoven and then, mm-hmm. you know, hymns at church. But uh, really, there was a change when I was 15, and I kind of ran into basically kind of <laughs> 80s hard rock music, which I had mm-hmm. thought was nonsense until then. And uh, yeah, but literally overnight, every my everything changed and just flipped on its head. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of been that way for 30 years. So right. Yeah. Right. I think that's really cool. And, you know, let's chat about the latest album, uh, Middle C. For those who have not had the opportunity to hear the new album, what might our listeners find on this album? Yeah. um, Well, uh, kind of to slightly backtrack, I mean, normally Mm -hmm. in the past or playing live, I play more folk music. It's normally finger-picking acoustic. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of new also for me, kind of, sort of. So this is kind of more pop Americana, some of it's kind of country Americana in places, and some's kind of um, kind of even rock or blues rock in a, in, a, in a place or two, you know, so it's kind of pop folk, pop country in places, and um, uh, if, if that's any idea. Yeah, you mix it up. Kind of Ameri- mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Very nice, very nice. And how do you feel this album differs from your previous albums? Yeah, well, same. I mean, when I, when I was probably, I guess, 29, I... Mm-hmm. I had decided to change directions kind of sort of radically um, mm-hmm. and move towards folk, folkier type stuff and or kind of some old country sound with an emphasis on lyrics and um, kind of a more, I guess, I guess you could say acoustic based, uh, you know, but um, mm-hmm. so that that's what I've done in the past. Before that, I kind of was doing, you know, uh, a mishmash of, of kind of art rock and Beatles music, you know? Right. So, 
Um, yeah. So really, this is this middle C is kind of revisiting stuff I did in my twenties a little bit, you know. Yeah. But, but before that, yeah, it's kind of more straight ahead folk, you know, um, kind of in a Dylan-esque way, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say. And you know, this it's it's such a great album, and it is available everywhere music is sold and streamed digitally. But it is also available in physical copy through you as well. Correct. That's right. Yes, and and thanks. Yeah, yeah. but uh. Yeah, it's everywhere, and I have uh, physical copies, too. I have a website with my email address, you know, mm-hmm. so freesullivan.com. See, I don't know about anybody else, but I still love those physical copies. <laughs> I do, too, yeah. I like having a CD in my hands. And, and then, and, you know, if it is personalized and autographed, that's even better. Um, but, yes, yeah. I think I think that's great. And I hope everyone checks out your your uh, your great album, Middle C. And you have a single off of this album called Blood. Uh, can you share your inspiration behind this single? It's been getting a lot of attention. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just kind of a, you know, they're they're kind of what I term stanzas, you know, so that is kind of my term for, um, you know, uh, whether it's folk or, or a lot of some hymns mm-hmm. or blues stuff. It's not like there's a verse and chorus, in other words. It's more like a, right. so the stanzas are kind of open-ended, you know, thoughts on blood in general, but really what kind of kind of kicked it off for me was reading about these bloodlines that I was very unaware of. Mm-hmm. You know, very famous mm-hmm. people, which extends into musicians and, uh, you know, lots lots of people from from families I think most of us are unaware of, and so which is pretty interesting and it's yeah. interesting no one knows or else no one talks about it, so that's kind of that's kind of what started it. It's very interesting. I can see why what inspired you, you know, for this one, for sure. And when it comes yeah. to songwriting, what does that process look like for you? When you're ready to write a song, what gets you into the zone, so to speak? Well, I think, um, I, I mean, I feel like I'm probably different than some people. I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and it depends on what phase I'm in and stuff. But generally speaking, I try to rehearse every day mm-hmm. for an hour or two. I might get an idea or two every ever you know however you know on a regular basis and normally i flush out the musical aspect which might take me one two or three hours you know maybe i'll leave it for a day and come back and fix something else and then i i sit down later and start writing lyrics and i try to overwrite what i need meaning i write more stanzas or verses or whatever and and try to pilfer through those and and get the best ones and then i and then I even go back again, you know, and try to pick out anything I think is weak lyrically and, mm-hmm. and try to replace it. Right. And then there's even a process of kind of getting it into the live set because no matter how well you can play something at home, um, it, it, to me there's something that settles in after, you know, five, six, seven months playing it live in front of people, you know. So there's mm-hmm. a little more evolution there for the song, you know. Yeah, and was there a song that you that took some extra time, you know, you maybe put it down for a while and then came back to it? Is there a song that was a little bit more difficult for you? <laughs> I wrestle with a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, on this album, I mean, I, three of the songs, um, which were all recorded at my bass player's house, Justin, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty carry. The River Band and The Ball, all three of those songs are probably 15, 16, 17 years old. Oh, really? And, and, mm, yeah, I mean, which, yeah, I mean, so not for any real reason, you know, except that I, I felt like I, it seemed like that these guys that I was playing with and recording with seemed like the right group to try them, you know, with. Yeah. And, and of course, I'm very pleased with how they turned out. But, um, yeah, the, maybe those songs were a little poppier than I would normally play mm-hmm. in a live set, you know, so I just kind of forgot about them slash neglected them, 
you know, and then they kind of came to mind, I think, when I, when we started, you know, recording, so. Right, right. And when you're in the studio recording, here's a fun question for you. When you're in the, in the studio recording and you listen to the song, you know, that you've worked on for, you know, so long, I mean, at this point, it's, you know, <laughs> you know it for, you know, the back of your hand. The first time that you're able to hear it back, you know, what's that feeling like for you? Probably very exciting. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is very pleasing, especially mm-hmm. for something that old that you, you start to fear may never see the light of day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, no, that's it's very pleasing. And, uh, yeah. of course, the guys I'm playing with, you know, I think they're fantastic. And so, you know, you know it's going to turn out or, you know, it could potentially turn out pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, something like the River Band, I, you know, I've always, I mean, I've had a lot of people say they like it. Mm-hmm. People ask me to play it at live shows, you know, and 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 to me it's kind of been a little, um, I, you know, I just it's it's old and I sometimes will forget about it. Um, right. But you know, so for that reason, it's nice because I have people that like it, you know, and yeah, and so it's nice that it yeah it kind of finally made it onto something. Exactly, that's a good feeling. That really is. Yeah. And I love yes, I love the process that you have. And and are you currently working on any new music that you could tell us about, or are you doing some writing as of? As of now, what what's kind of in the works coming from you that we should keep a lookout for? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I'm always writing, so I have some new songs. But yeah, yeah, I, and I didn't plan it this way, but as it turns out, uh, these are started a year apart. But I have another album that I'm should I, I hope literally <laughs> finish the vocals on this week. Rock uh, on. Maybe you know mm-hmm. I have harmonies the week after, but mm-hmm. it should be wrapped up within two, three, four weeks, five mm-hmm. weeks tops. And uh, I've already got the mixing lined up, and so the name of that'll be Arkansas. I love. And, uh, yeah, so that's just right there, sitting, waiting to be almost released. So yeah, I'm excited about it. It's um, it's oh. it's a little bit different flavor. It's a little bit less mm-hmm. pop and a little bit more folk and a, li- a little bit more maybe lyric dense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of more like what I do live, except it has uh, you know, there's a a, a drummer playing with me um great drummer um and and a little orchestration like french horns and some cello and that sort of stuff oh i love that you put you're throwing in some strings and everything in there (laughs) that's right (laughs) as you should (laughs) that's fabulous well i'm excited i'm excited to hear the new album arkansas when that is fully released but until then we can enjoy middle c so please make sure you check out this album um you're going to love it and you know speaking of live performances of course you're a great entertainer you already have some shows in the calendar for this summer and our listeners can find all those dates at your website resullivan.com and i want to ask what do you love most about performing um, well, I do love it. I love mm-hmm. it a lot. Um, you know, when you feel like you, you know, to me, it's kind of like getting a, a plane off the ground or something, you know, where you feel like for a second it's impossible, then you kind of, the next moment you're flying, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so when you hit that point where you feel like you're really, you're really, um, you know, doing something, and, and obviously when you connect with people, I mean, it's, you know, it's just fantastic to meet two people in the audience and talk and exchange names and numbers and, Mm-hmm. and all that you know so so all of it you know playing for people meeting people afterwards um every aspect uh, yeah i mean i i love playing absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. And like i said you do have some dates coming this summer so please please make sure you check that out everyone resullivan.com and another fun question um on uh on live performances have you ever had any embarrassing or maybe an on-stage funny moment that you can recall that just did not happen as planned live and in person 
Well, odd that you would ask that because, um, yeah, I haven't even thought about it. You know, I don't think about this often. It's right. just a long back. But, yeah, I lived in Nashville for like a year and a half. And um, at the time, I, you know, I wrote every day. I treated it like being an author. You know, I sat down and, and worked on it for, you know, for a while, you know, yeah. sober, very focused. Mm-hmm. And so and I was confident in what I was writing. You know, I felt I felt really good about it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't play live. I didn't sing or I didn't consider myself much of a singer. And I was very I was terrified of playing live. So this was maybe, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago. Okay. So, yeah, again, I was living in Nashville. I can't. It's a famous kind of famous place. I think it's on 8th. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a it's a well-known place. And okay. so I went there to play like a, a, a songwriter on the round. Okay. Open mic, you know, mm-hmm. and of course the place is packed out, which was the worst place for me to be. <laughs> oh no! But, <laughs> right. Yeah, so I was terrified. Yeah. You know, of course, I at the point I was a I was a very good finger picker. You know, I never mm-hmm. would just never never know anything I couldn't pull out of. You know, and mm-hmm. and had been doing that for years, and uh, I was just so nervous. I just stopped. You know, it was the most painful experience. And I'm sure everybody in the room thought it was extremely painful. But, um, of course, now it's kind of laughable, you know, mm-hmm. years later. But um, You grow, you yeah, know. So, yeah. yeah, so there in the city you're in was a very, one of probably the most painful moment of my of, of music for me. Yeah. Right. right. But you grow and, hey, you've, you've, you know, you live and learn and, you know, now you're performing and now you know what not to do, you know, what to, what to do to keep it flowing. You know, you, you live and learn. I think that's I think that's what it's about. And for those who are interested in you and your story and your music, um, where are the best places that we can find you on the interwebs, all of your all of your accounts? You're on Facebook, right? You're on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah uh, so it's uh, Reese with a C, R-E-C-E. Um, you know, uh, Spotify is, is normally where I listen to music. Of course, the, yeah. the um, you know, so I have a playlist on there kind of to introduce people to me um, mm-hmm. under my profile. And then, and then yeah, again, at the, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm probably most active on Instagram, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just Reese Sullivan. And, okay. and, then, um, and, and then, of course, the website, ReeseSullivan.com. Easy. Check them out. Check them out, everybody. I recommend you to. And uh, I want to thank you so much for joining me and coming on the show. And we'd love to have you back on anytime. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Oh, so anytime. Anytime. Maybe maybe when Arkansas comes out, we'd love to have you back on. You know, we could talk all about that one. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Reese Sullivan, everybody. Please make sure you check him out at ReeseSullivan.com. Check out all of his music. Check out the new album, Middle C. You will not regret it. Thanks again. <laughs> thank you. Now, please welcome my next guest live here, James D. Jarvis. He is the executive director for the Cape Fear chapter of the American Red Cross. Hello, James. Hi, Josie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Oh, anytime. I am thrilled to have you. So, of course, we are here to chat about the upcoming show um, that is that is coming. So I want to start there. So can you tell us a little bit about the three-day live streaming event this weekend? Sure. It is actually going on right now. Yeah. Kylie Trout, who is an up-and-coming artist, is singing. She has a beautiful voice, and she's actually Muscling, muscling through a cold, oh. but she said the show must go on. So she That's is right. performing right now, and she's got a beautiful voice. And so we've just got a bunch of really great up-and-coming artists who are willing to give of their time to support such a great cause. And so I really want to thank Cliff Foley 
and Tri-County Give Back. This was his labor of love. He came to me and said, we would love to support COVID relief and support the American Red Cross. And so this was his idea. And we've just got a lot of great young artists that are, are pouring their hearts out to help us uh, save some lives. Absolutely. And that's what I really want to get into. How will this benefit help the American Red Cross and to help others? Sure. So, I mean, as you may know, um, collecting blood in a COVID environment and a pandemic is very challenging. Right. And so over the past year, we really had to change a number of our protocols to make sure that we could safely collect blood. We could do it in full compliance with the CDC guidelines and make sure that we still had the blood on the shelves when our hospitals needed it. Because people are still having babies, folks still have car accidents, mm-hmm. people still need life-saving procedures, and it, it only the only way we can get it is by having someone being willing to roll up a sleeve and give the gift of life, because we cannot manufacture blood in a lab. And mm-hmm. so this benefit concert, we actually started testing all Red Cross blood for COVID antibodies. Mm-hmm. So back in June of last year, uh, we started testing everyone for COVID antibodies we could let them know, one, if they've been exposed to COVID-19, and two, and most importantly, let them know whether they might have um, COVID antibodies in sufficient quantities to Mm -hmm. donate convalescent plasma, Mm -hmm. which could be very helpful for the most seriously ill COVID patients. Because if you had fully recovered from COVID, Josie, and you had convalescent plasma, Um, someone who is battling for their life right now could take your convalescent plasma and they would learn from your immune system how to fight the virus. And so this really helps us and and it helps people who are battling COVID right now. Wow, that is interesting. I had no idea. I had no idea about that until you told us. And this is very, very neat. And it's so great. And this benefit concert, for those who want to check it out, how can people, are tickets still available? Absolutely. So you could go, um, our friends at ViewStub are hosting this event. And if you go to ViewStub.com slash circle hyphen four, the word four hyphen life. So ViewStub.com slash circle for life. Uh, you can go ahead and buy a ticket. The tickets are either $10 for a full day of music from 3 to 9 p.m. every day. Uh, or $25 for all access for the three-day event. So lots of great artists and really great music, uh, and most importantly, you're helping to save lives right there in your community. It's a win-win. It really is. Uh, So, so important. And like you mentioned, Kylie Trout, we actually had her on the Josie show. So that just tells you right now, the talent that is there um, for this benefit show is is incredible. So not only are you going to enjoy a show, but it is for a great cause. Uh, so it really, really is a win-win for everyone. And we will be promoting this event all weekend on all of our platforms at the Josie Show, um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. So please make sure you get your tickets and also we'll promote it on Country Blast Radio and the, uh, for sure. Yeah, we'll have a, um, a really great advert uh, for it. And so before we go, though, I do want to ask you, can you tell everyone what the Red Cross helps with throughout, throughout the year? Absolutely. You know, a a lot of people think of us for blood for obvious reasons, but, you know, there's many things the Red Cross does that most people have no idea that we do. Mm -hmm. So people know that we respond to large-scale disasters like hurricanes, tornadoes, and floods. 
but the thing that we respond to more than anything else are actually single family house fires. So whenever somebody in your community experiences a home fire, the local fire department will ask them, would you like to receive Red Cross assistance? And if you would, a group of volunteers, because we're 94% volunteer, will come and meet with you and we give them money for food, money for clothing. We put them up in a hotel for a few nights. We have nurses on staff that can help replace any medications or medical equipment that's been destroyed in the fire. So our goal is to really help you kickstart your recovery. And we're there at two o'clock in the morning, standing on the curb with you, mm-hmm. looking at your house or what used to be your house. And, and we're trying to help you get to a better place. So that's why I love working for the Red Cross. I'm a retired Marine. I did 23 years in the Marine Corps. And, you know, this really gives me that satisfaction that what I'm doing means something. And so when you support the Red Cross, um, you support our disaster relief mission. You help us collect life-saving blood. You help us teach uh, CPR that somebody could use if you find yourself choking in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And so, so many great things we do. If you'd like to join us, you can always go to redcross.org slash volunteer. We would love to have you. Uh, and if you would like to donate to us directly, you can always go to redcross.org slash donate. Please do. Y'all do so much. And I want to thank you so much, first off, for your service. And then also, you know, for work at the American Red Cross, there's so much that you guys do. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Great. Thank you, Josie. Thanks oh, for the time. Thank you, James D. Jarvis, everybody. And uh, thanks again for taking time out of your day to chat with me. I appreciate you. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, he's incredible. He really is. And please make sure you check out this great benefit concert. Uh, We're going to post all the details right after this show. Um, We'll post where you'll be able to get tickets and um, everything that it supports. Of course, the American Red Cross. So please make sure you check out all of our Facebook pages and Instagram and Twitter. We will be uh, promoting it like crazy <laughs> because it really is a, a wonderful cause. It's a win-win. It really is. You can enjoy, I believe there's like 30 performers, three-day event, right? So 30 performers and, you know, of course, for the American Red Cross, I mean, what could be better than that? Uh, so let's see here. It looks like we have a couple more great guests um, that we're going to chat with. But first, um, speaking of this great event hosted by Cliff Foley of Tri-County Give Back, um, we have Catherine Bach, who I'm sure you may recognize the name because she played the Daisy Duke off of Dukes of Hazard. That's right. Uh, she's gonna. She, we we have her. We're gonna tell. Uh, she's gonna. Ha- she has like a little advertisement. That she's gonna talk a little bit about this event. So here you go. Enjoy. Hey, Catherine Bach, also known as Daisy Duke from the Dukes of Hazard. I want to tell you about a global 72-hour continuous live streaming music fundraiser. We're raising money for COVID-19 relief to help millions of people affected by this virus. The American Red Cross is partnering with Tri-County Give Back, as well as Smiley's Unique Music, who are hosting the Circle for Life COVID Relief Project. Tri-County Give Back raises money for firefighters, all first responders, as well as various veteran charities. So please go to tricountygiveback.org for details and updates on how to listen, donate, and be a part of the Circle for Life live streaming event. And trust me, You are not going to want to miss this. Bye. And we are back. Ah, yes. And remember, we're going to be posting after the show. So 
stay tuned for that um, for more details on how you can purchase your tickets. All right, so up next, everyone, please welcome Tara Townsend. Let's bring Tara on here. <laughs> please welcome to the Josie Show, Tara Townsend. Hello. Hey there, how are y'all? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. So please take me back to the beginning. How did music all start for you? When did you realize that this was a passion? You know, it started when I was actually three years old, and it started because I was singing in pageants, and I was singing Barney and Friends. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That is so funny. That is adorable. Hey, as a fellow Barney uh, fan uh, back in the day when I was when I was younger, uh, still today, um, I I think that is the coolest thing. Um, so I want to talk about your latest release titled Black and White. Can you share the inspiration behind this single? Yes. So um, the song Black and White it was actually based on text messages that I saw between my ex and mm-hmm. this girl. He was talking to it was based on some messages that i've seen about between them mm-hmm. um saying that he that me and him were no longer together when we still were so it's kind of basically your typical country cheating song really right right and so this song um is available everywhere that music is sold and streamed digitally out there today right so everyone could get their hands on it <laughs> yes spotify off music youtube anywhere you can stream music pretty much I love it. And you also, I have to mention, because I am a huge fanatic of, you know, visuals. I love music videos. You also have a music video out for your single, Only Want You, which is doing very, very well. So I hope everyone goes and checks that out. What is it like filming a music video? So, actually, that whole video that you see was actually taken at my apartment that I used to have in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we literally shot the, the window scenes in, front of, in my actual bedroom. And then the like the field scenes are actually right behind my apartment, so it was actually a kind of a low budget video, but the the results were amazing, and it just turned out really really good. I was gonna say it turned out really nice. I mean, you would not even know, <laughs> you know. No. What I mean? Yeah. So you just. We were just hoping that, you know, no one would come walking their dog through the field while we were filming. That's about it. I can imagine. <laughs> that is so funny. And so a little birdie tells me um, you were working on an EP titled Letter to My Ex. Is there anything that you could tell us about this new EP as of yet? I know it is not here yes, yet. So but... we're actually finishing mm-hmm. up right now. I have one song left to fully record, and then one's, um, my next one's actually getting mixed and mastered right now. So that's all I have left to record on this album. But I just got... Um, my website updated with all my brand new content yesterday, actually, and the cover design. I saw with an amazing photographer named Kelsey Young. Um, she's based in Nashville, and she did a, a phenomenal job on creating the cover because it was exactly how I wanted it to look, mm-hmm. kind of like not bridal, but, you know, kind of that country bridal kind of look style was kind of what I wanted it to be. It just turned out really great, and then the album just kind of actually got – different features for for different songs so some of them are extremely country some of them are more pop country mm-hmm. then i'm actually going to have one song that's just pure pop and can totally go full pop chart so there's going to be kind of a mixture in there so it's not like you're going to be hearing the exact same thing on the album the whole time it's not really super consistent but i feel like with lyrically and emotion wise it's all consistent Right, right. As long as some you make somebody feel something. I mean, that's what I think music is all about. And it seems like you, yes. yeah, it sounds like you're a storyteller. It sounds like you come from a place, um, you know, that's very relatable. So everybody will be able to enjoy something, you know, any song so, on Letter to My Ex. Yeah. And whenever I started writing 
writing and recording this album. It started out uh, super country. I didn't really know where I was going to go with it yet. And then the title, Letter to My Ex, came to me after um, I broke up with this guy. And it kind of takes the whole album kind of goes chronologically of the order of our relationship, which is really cool because it's going to kind of tell a story. And you're going to see me kind of transform as an artist that I kind of was trying to still kind of figure out what, what and who I was trying to be at the beginning, kind of to the artist that I want to be now. So it's kind of really cool because you're going to see chronologically into a relationship that I was in that was really, really bad for me and toxic, and I was just not good at all. And you're also going to see me grow as an artist throughout the whole album, which is really cool because sometimes you just see an artist and you're kind, of, you're kind of trying to grow with them, but you're really going to see me grow through the whole album, which is really cool. And I'm happy to share that. That is so cool. I am so excited to check that out. It's going to be amazing. I know it is. I know it's going to do very well. So everyone, keep your eyes peeled, your eyes and ears peeled for Letter to My Ex, new album coming up very soon. I believe he said this summer, right? Yes. This summer is what we're trying to push for. I would like to have it out by hopefully June at the earliest, um, hopefully no later than September. So we haven't got a release date yet. There's still a lot of paperwork left to do, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But um, once I get the paperwork done, then hopefully we'll get that out there pretty fast. I love it. It's so funny because, you know, a lot of people don't see the business side of everything. It takes a lot of time to put out, you know, a whole album, even just a single. It takes time. Yes. So I know, like, the quarantine even pushed back everybody and the COVID having everything shut down. And my song, Only Want You, was supposed to be released back in July of last year. And because Mm -hmm. of the COVID and quarantine pushing everything back, it didn't get released until about a month later. So that's pushed everything back. Right, right. Yeah, that shut down, man. It really did push back a lot of artists' music. But I'm glad it is finally, it is coming out. It is coming. So everyone, please make sure you check that out. And, you know, as I mentioned before, your music video that you have out for Only Want You, is there a song that's going to be on this upcoming album that you feel would be a really good music video. Yeah, so um, there's a song called Heart on My Sleeve. It's my pop song. And I grew up watching, you know, Hannah Montana, Cheetah Girls, all those kind of artists growing up. And so it made me, like, I've always wanted to have a pop song where I could do a dance video to it. Because I'm also a dancer trained in dance for about 15 years plus college. Oh, wow. So I'm wanting to do a dance video for that song, which would be really cool because it's going to be like my little child you know childhood dreams coming true kind of thing yes oh my goodness I love I love dance videos I love learning like (laughs) I love watching the artist in like a music video and trying to figure out the dance it's I love being creative like that that is very cool I'm excited for it I'm ready for the dancing I'm ready for the singing let's get her done (laughs) yes and so I want everyone to check out your website taratownson.com for more information on you such as you know where you'll be performing next all of your music updates all of that so one stop Yeah, and I have actually 10 shows coming up this month, so I'm going to be all around Nashville and all around Nashville, so it's uh, not going to be hard to find any places this month for sure. (laughs) I love it. I love it. TaraTownson.com, make sure you go to that website so you can find out where she will be next in and around Nashville, and you also have some great merch on there as well that I've seen. You have some cute shirts, some hats, Uh, you have masks and everything. You have it all. Yes, and uh, fun fact, I actually designed and handmade all those. So wow. they're, I didn't actually go to an actual company. I just ordered shirts and I designed them myself. So that's something a little fun fact. I like to do that kind of in my, my spare time. You got a talent. <laughs> you got a gift. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I wish I was as creative. That is so cool. And for those who want to connect with you on social networking sites such as Facebook and Instagram, what is your handle so the new fans out there can find you? So my actual Instagram is you've been terrified. That is Y-O-U-V-E and then been terrified. And then the t- terrified is actually spelled 
kind of like my name. So it's like T-E-R-A-F-I-E-D. So it's spelled differently because I'm a different person. <laughs> hey, listen, I love it. I love the uniqueness. <laughs> and it's easy to find. It really is. And when in doubt, type in Tara Thompson. You'll be able to find all of your everywhere. <laughs> You're very easy to find. You'll be able to find all of the music. You'll be able to find all of the social networking sites. So please make sure you connect. And I want to mention, because you've opened for artists such as Linda Davis, Lady Antebellum, Thompson Square, and so much more. Is there an artist out there today who you would love to open up for or create music with? Yes. Okay, so I'm a country singer, and I will probably speak with country for a while, but my favorite artist right now is just Arna Grande, just because she yeah. is amazing like, overall. She can dance, sing, songwrite, and her vocal range is just out of this world. She mm-hmm. is someone that I want to work with. So who knows? I may even audition for The Voice this year because she's going to be a coach on the season 21. I've seen that. I've seen that. That is going to be so much fun. You should. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, so many Ariana Grande fans are going to definitely be auditioning just so they can, like, be in the same room. Heck, I would, too. That is so- yes. But I think you would definitely do well in there. I think you would do so good. Who knows? I'm probably, probably going to start sending in video auditions like every single week just until they're like, okay, we're annoyed by you. Please be on the show now. Just so you'll <laughs> stop sending videos in. I love it. Hey, listen, you got to open up doors. You know, you have to do that. And I think you would do very, very well on the on the voice. So definitely, you know, if you can, definitely audition. I think yeah. you'd do very well. And I want uh, I wanted to ask you just a couple more little fun questions, if you don't mind. I love my fun yeah. questions. Perfect, perfect. So the first one is, um, <laughs> it's a fun one that I always love. It's so goofy, but I love it. Uh, if you could be any animal in the wild, <laughs> which animal would you be? Like, what personality do you think best suits you? I hmm. feel like I would be a flamingo, just because oh. they're pink and yeah. they're uh, they're fun. They're cool looking. They are. I love, I love because they're pink, and I just think they're cool. They're like they can stand, they can stand on one leg, you know. Yeah, they. I mean, come on now. I mean, they have great balance. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they are very cool. I love it. And then the last question that I have for you, fun question, is is there a song that you like to cover at your shows or a song of yours that you perform that's a real crowd pleaser? So uh, my favorite song to sing and play out live is Can't Help Falling in Love. I kind of have, like, my own version that I do, so it's not like the original Elvis a cover right it's a little more terrified you know yeah um, <laughs> I love but it. I just I agree with on Elvis because you know he is from you know Memphis Tennessee I'm mm-hmm. right up, I'm literally from Rosa Road about two hours away so I'm kind of a halfway point between Nashville and Memphis but growing up my dad listened to him a lot and I kind of got a lot of inspiration from him so that's one of my favorite songs to sing oh yes Oh, I'm sure you do it well, too. I, I could see that being crowd pleaser. Anything Elvis, I mean, I think is like, you know, it's for a lot of a lot of people. So yes, and, you know, it's a good song because yeah. everyone's familiar with it. But, you know, even like, you know, the older generation knows it because it's from Elvis. The younger generation knows it because, you know, it's been popular on all kind of social media platforms. So it's usually oh. a song that everyone knows. So they can kind of listen to it and be like, oh, I like this version of it because I actually know this song. Right. I'm sure it's a lot of fun for you while performing live, like seeing the audience sing to it because they're so familiar with it. I'm sure you yeah. see, see that a lot. <laughs> yeah, also, I'll, like, I didn't, like, I know, like, I'll sing all kinds of songs at shows and times and then those people will hear me sing the song. I, I'll, I've noticed how sometimes people just snap up, like they'll snap their heads up like, oh, I know this song kind of thing. And it's kind of <laughs> like, nice to see oh I'm actually getting some kind of engagement from my audience which I love getting that feeling especially as an artist yes oh there's nothing better than that feeling I love it and I want to thank you so so much here for coming on the show and chatting with me please come back again okay all right thank you so much see you soon see ya <laughs> bye-bye 
I had um, the great opportunity uh, to catch up with a, another Josie Music Award nominee, uh, Satoria. So sit back and enjoy. And then after this interview, we're going to play songs from Satoria and all of my guests, Tara Townsend and Reese Sullivan. So stay tuned. Here we go. Please welcome to the Josie Show, back to the Josie Show, finally, for a catch-up, Satoria, hi! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. It has been a hot minute since we've chatted. Uh, you've had a lot going on lately musically, so I am really excited to chat all about it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm ready. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me on your show and having me on your show. Yeah. You know, this is been a, I've been wanting to do this for so many years. Oh, <laughs> so you're I'm sweet. like, oh, my God, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you are the absolute sweetest. Yes. Oh, it, it's so it's so great that to have you because I want to get to know you a little bit better, of course, and I want our audience to get to know you a little bit better personally. So, you know, musically, though, I mean, how did music all start for you? When did you realize this passion that you had? Well, I can't remember when I didn't have it. Right, right. Um, yeah, like my whole life, I, I from the from as far as I can remember, um, you know, I started out singing in the church choir. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, as a kid in the in the children's choir singing, and you know, they would give me solos and stuff, and I used to hate it because I was so scared. Were you? But you know, it was yeah, I was so afraid. Cause I was a little kid, you right. know, and my mom would always stand and clap and cry and stuff. It was just you know, yeah. um. So I mean, I want to say, shoot, a five six. You know, but it's like my whole life that it feels like forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's so cute how supportive your mom was, though, like starting out in your yeah. career. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Still is. And still is. That's that's the best. I mean, when you have someone that's, like, cheering you on from the sidelines, I mean, nothing better yeah. than that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's one of my biggest supporters. I love her. Yes. Hey, Mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Mom. Yes. And I have a question for you. Growing up, you know, of course, you, you grew up singing in church and stuff, but who did you really listen to? I mean, who who were some of your biggest musical influences growing up? Well, you know, we listened to a lot of gospel, you know, mm-hmm. Mahalia Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, Shirley Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, we listen to R&B, you know, so pop, you know, like Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Oh, my God. So, you know, I listen to rock. I love Bon Jovi, you know. So we listen to a lot of different things. New Kids on the Block when they were coming. Right. It's just like, you know, it's just, it was so um, diverse. And then, you know, like um, I love hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop head, too. Absolutely. So, you know, hip-hop was a big influence, like, in my writing. Yeah, a, a lot of different things. Just a lot of, you know, it's like a gumbo of music. Yeah. That I'm into jazz. I love jazz too. Classical music. Oh my God! I used to go to sleep to classical music. Oh no way! My, my sister, my sister will tell you we were little kids, and I, I would we would play or I would play the classical music so we can go to sleep to it. And she used to hate it. Like, why are you playing this? But it just sounds so. It was so soothing to me. It's. it's it's a mood, you it's know? so soothing. That's, the reason why I said no way is because I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, yes. And, and I love pretty much everybody that you mentioned, you know, and, and yep. it is like a, it is like a gumbo of just music, you know, it's, it's a huge yeah. variety. And I love that you grew up listening and appreciating music in general, everything. Yes. 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 And your new single, let's chat about Back to Me. Tell me all about it. What was the inspiration behind this new release? Oh, gosh. Okay, so, you know, when COVID shook up the world, I, I'm sure everyone, we were all going through something. You know, it was like a lot going on. And 
what happened with me was if I started to sit back and start to reflect on, you know, just certain things going on in my life, you know, because I had a lot of quiet. I had a lot of time to think about things because, it's like, everything um, slowed down for me. And, you know, in that reflection, I'm like, you know what, I need to get myself together. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, something's going on. You know, I need to change. I need to make some changes. So um, and it took me almost a whole year to write that song. Really? Um, just to get and the, and the thing is, I love it now that I have hindsight because it's like it was a. I had to go through certain things in 2020. You know, I think you know I prayed on it, and so God He allowed me to go through certain things in that year. I had to experience those things in order to get the content for that song. If that makes any sense, you know, I had to go through some emotions, you know, certain thought patterns, or just you know, just cleaning out my closet on certain things, you know, just really getting down to the who am I, you know, it's just, it made me want to, I was more in tune with myself. I became more in tune. And that's, I think that's because I had that quiet space before it was running, 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 you know, I'm traveling, I'm working, I'm whatever. Mm -hmm. But when COVID hit, you know, I stopped gigging, which is something that I did very frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't, I had all that, that time, all that space. So within that, I don't want to make it a long, drawn-out story because it's so personal to me. I'm sorry. But um, I had to really, I really, thank you. I really had to, um, you know, do a lot of digging. And um, throughout that digging, this is what God put on my heart, you know, um, to write. And I'm a very, very um, private person. You know, I really, I'm very private. But, you know, um, it's something that, you know, I think, you know, God was like, you must share this because maybe it, it may touch someone else. You know, um, I have went through um, periods where, you know, I battled with depression and all those types of things, and mm-hmm. you have to somehow figure out how to get out of that space. Um, so I think, you know, in, the, in my cleansing year of 2020, yeah. um, it just allowed me to really, um, you know, cleanse and, and get into that space and, and really just clean out my closet and say, okay, you know, right now I'm ready to live. I'm ready for life. I'm ready for, you know, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I think we all need that time and that space. And of course, you know, during COVID, it really gave us that time to be, you know, with ourselves and kind of look deeper, you know, and and see what is under the surface. And, you know, a lot of people like myself, you know, because because, you know, we couldn't go out and do all that. You know, I I was depression was not a fun thing for me. So I definitely Mm -hmm. love that you used, um, you know, an outlet music to really be able to write down your thoughts. It was in such a positive, in such a positive way. And you brought back to me out of that, you know, time. And I think it's such a great song. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this song. And I have to ask, because I'm a very visual person, will there be a music video for Back to Me? Because I think it would be a really good concept, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm already talking, you know, I'm speaking with a director now where we're kind of like, you know, getting ready to throw some ideas back and forth. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited, too. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And, and I'm sure you're going to be able to be as creative as you want to be. Just put whatever yeah. you, you want, you know, in there. And I think I think that would be a lot of fun. I think that would be a really great music video for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see you're talking to directors and you're – you're making that move for a music video. I'll definitely be spreading it around once that's out. <laughs> You're welcome. You're very welcome. And for those who want to check out the new single, along with all of the music that you have shared in the past, where are the best places to find you and your music? Okay. Well, actually, I mean, okay, we're on Pandora. You know, my website, 
my website would always have my stuff, you know, as um, Setoria.net, S-E-T-O-R-I-A.net. You can go there. I'm on Pandora, you know, um, Apple Music. You know, you can find me on Deezer, um, just about all of the streaming platforms. You're you know, but if you want to, you know, if, but if you want to get everything in a bundle, it's on my website. And I'm also on YouTube, too. So, you know, some of my music and some of my um, performances, videos are on YouTube. So. I love that. Please make sure you go and check it out. And, of course, like you said, Satoria.net is like your one-stop shop for all things that you need, you know, on yeah. Satoria. Like you find all things that you need, you know, music-wise. And, of course, I'm sure when performing, you know, comes back around, it's slowly creeping in a little bit. Yeah. But once it comes yeah. yeah, back in full force, I'm sure you'll have all of your, you know, performance dates on the website as well. Do you miss that live interaction? Because as a fan, I miss going to live shows. Do you miss that yeah. live? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm telling you, I we just we did a we did a gig. Um our first gig, um, it was April ninth. Okay. And um it, we sold out. We sold out of that gig. It was it was a lot of fun and it was like we missed the people and they missed us too because they had a great time and then it reminded me of like, Oh my gosh, this is one of the reasons why I love performing live because I I love to see people have fun. I love mm-hmm. I could be like sitting in the back of the room. And just watching people and just having a great time just seeing that they are happy. And just to see people so happy, you know, I mean, we, of course, were social distancing and following all guidelines and protocols. But, you know, at the same time, you can tell that people were like, yes, they were just happy to get out and do something fun. And, you know, I, I miss that. Absolutely. I, it says a lot that the show is sold out because it, it just sa- it just says it all. I mean, people are itching to get back out there and see a show and get to be around people, you know. Yeah, this is – well, also, you know, the capacities are smaller, too. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, we were sold out, okay? You were sold out. Come on now, girl. You, you were sold out. I love that. That's amazing. And I'm so glad that you had that opportunity. And hopefully more shows come back because I would love to see you perform live because you are an incredible artist. I I mean, you're an incredible performer, and you sing from the heart and the soul, and you're just thank you. You are so you are so much fun to watch. And not only are you an incredible music artist, but you are an entrepreneur, y'all. Okay, can we have to talk about the other work that you do? I mean, you wear many hats. Yes. You also have Key yes. Elite Boutique. I mean, tell us about that first off. Wow. Okay. Well, well, it's Key Elite. Um, it really started out. Um, you know, me with my healing and stuff like that, as far as going through. You know, just some of the things that's like I said, the, the depression and really trying to keep myself on top, I started to do more, incorporate like aromatherapy into something that I do to help me to, you know, calm down and just kind of like, you know, essential oils and certain smells, they really do, they do something to the senses. And I really wanted something that was more herbal and natural to kind of like, you know, follow. You know, I started to work with a, an aromatherapist who would, you know, show me, you know, we would mix and make certain things. So, you know, kind of like, this will make you relax. This will help you uh, alleviate a headache. This will, you know. Yeah. Um, so once I started to work, I'm like, you know what? Maybe other people will like this too. And I'm like, I, I wonder if I created my own scent that's, you know, um, you know, something that's put together with certain oils that will make you, you know, feel a certain way, then, you know, maybe people will appreciate it. So the first thing I came up with, was a, a massage oil candle. And what that is, is a three-in-one candle where, you know, it burns like a candle. Once it melts down, it's all natural, all, all natural ingredients. Um, it's made out of coconut and soy wax, so it doesn't burn, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um, natural for the skin. You know, vitamin E, you know, it has the, uh, the essential oil that I actually um, created. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when it burns down, you can actually pour it in your skin. It's a massage oil. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the essential oils are it actually helps to um, alleviate, um, like, inflammation and stuff. So, you know, it's not that. I was just selling a candle. And then it's like it branched off to a body. Um, I have a body butter. Um, we have home fragrances, you know, and then it just started to just grow to these other things. And now, like, I'm making body butter. You know, we have, like, a body butter line now. Um, and a lot of this was birthed through COVID, you know, just right. having that time, having the time to be able to do these things, you know, that I've never got a chance to do before. And some of them are kind of fun. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know? right? So, I feel I feel so blessed because you know not everyone you know some people really you know had it hard through um, COVID you know they lost their job they didn't have you know right. stuff like that so I just feel so blessed that I was able to be able to do these things and discover these things you know um, and when when the world is like going through a lot at one time. Right, right. There's so many things. There are so many things um, that were going on. But I have to say, the body butters with essential oil looks incredible because, I mean, you have, like, milk chocolate, white chocolate. I mean, you have, like, a bunch of mints I saw. Like, <laughs> you, you, have, you have it all, I'm telling you. And the website, can you give out that website, first off, for people to check sure, it out? Absolutely. ShopTeeElite.com. So, yes, if you go to ShopTeeElite.com. We're also on Facebook. We're on IG. Um, at Key Elite Boutique. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Key Elite Boutique in the um in the you know website once again is shopkeyelite.com. I love it. Please check it out. I'm telling you guys, you will not regret it. Please check it out. And going back to music uh, real quick, um, you know, of course, we talked about Back to Me, which is the new release, and it's available everywhere. We do have another song that we are going to play here. Um, we're going to play Back to Me, but we're also going to play So Real. Can you tell us a little bit about this song? Absolutely. Um, I was very blessed to have um, a Mr. James Matthews and his um, his manager, Kimberly Barrett. They're out of Ireland, and they actually reached out to me um, a couple of months ago. And they were like, hey, you know, well, not sometimes last year. Um, and they were like, hey, you know, we have this project, and we would love to feature you, you know, as a soul singer. You know, James, he is a songwriter. You know, so he wrote this song, and I'm like, okay, great. I would love to. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. give me the opportunity to kind of, you know, to really collaborate. And that's something that I really want to start doing more of, being able to collaborate with more artists. So he just walked into my life pretty much, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I collaborated with James and um, came up with the song So Real. Now you have it. When what a collab it was, because I mean the result just speaks for itself. It's such a good yes. song. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. It was you know very. It was a great song. I loved. It. I worked with my piano player. His name is is EJ. You know EJ was on the piano, and we just knocked it out, man. It was it was a great opportunity. Oh, that's incredible. And we are going to play that here shortly. We're going to play both songs, Back to Me and So Real. But first, we have to do our fun questions with you, Tori. Are you ready? <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the very first one, because you are, you know, you do live performances. So have you ever had any onstage embarrassing moments that you could recall or funny moments on stage live and in person? It happens. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's already laughing, y'all. Here we go. No, so this was years ago. Oh, my gosh. Years ago, I'm performing and. 
I'm like, I'm getting into what I'm doing, and I, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I do wigs and stuff. I love wearing my wigs and my wig pieces because I love being very versatile. Right. So I think I didn't <laughs> like pin my wig down enough. Oh. Now, wait a minute. It didn't fall all the way. Now it didn't come. Okay, it didn't come. It did not fall all the way off. Thank okay. you. Good. Good. Yeah. But, you know, it just kind of shifted in a way that it was like, oh my gosh. So I just quickly kind of ran behind my. <laughs> That's professional. <laughs> He's like, what? What's wrong? What's going on? <laughs> I ran behind him so I could fix it. Oh, that's smart. Oh, that was, that was hilarious. That's hilarious, but so smart. You were very professional about it. You didn't even like. Listen, you have, to, you have to be quick on your feet, okay? You have to be quick on your feet when you're wearing wigs sometimes on stage. Oh, so. I'm telling you, I love that though. You know, and I love that you take it as like, you know, it's a funny moment. I mean, it happens. I mean, there's so many artists out there who wear wigs and that like can re- like remember specific moments like that you just had so you know what I mean like it happens you know what I mean yeah I mean people have fallen downstairs I mean just all kinds of stuff happens and when it's live live you can't take it back you can't you know you just have to be able to somehow work that thing out and get back out there and keep doing what you're doing yes it's all about the recovery and you recovered very well Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, it was. It was a good twerk to the side, you know, for the week, and then I just ran back out, but still, love you it. know, love it, love it. <laughs> uh, next fun question that I have for you: Is there an artist out there, any genre that you would love to collab with, maybe do a duet with? There's an artist by the name of Ohini Savant. He is mm-hmm. a hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. I think he is like one of the dopest guys out there right now, mm-hmm. and I would love to collab with him. You know, just to do something, you know, with the hip hop artist. Um, if, if you're talking mainstream or whatever, you know, um, I would love to work with, like, Alicia Keys or Christina, Christina Aguilera. Um, I love her, too. Yes, for sure. I was going to say, like, we need to get you, like, with Jill Scott because I love her so um, much. Absolutely. I don't know. I would be so scared to see Queen Jill. Oh. Awesome. She's, she's so awesome, but I would love to. Yes. Awesome. Yes. What do we got to do? We got to put a petition on here. Um, <laughs> for sure. And then the last one question that I have for you, is there a stage that you haven't perform- performed yet anywhere around the world that you would love to have the chance to perform? Is there a venue? Well, I want to go to the UK. Really? Um, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I've been, I was, we were thinking about this before COVID, um, but then COVID kind of, you know, stopped the, um, you know, the process or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's something I feel like on my, um, to-do list, oh, you know, I want to, um, I want to just go over and see what happens. Oh, for sure. They, I think they would love you there. I don't think anybody can like sit through one of your shows and be like, oh, I think like they would really fall in love with you. So, I hope so. I, I hope so because I, I plan on making it there. Yeah, <laughs> I plan on making it happen. You making it happen. I love that, and we we definitely love you and love you here at the Josie Network. And you know you're Thank definitely you. part of our JMA family. So please come back anytime. Okay. Love to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Josie. Oh, anytime. Satoria, everyone, check out Satoria.net to stay in the know for all things Satoria. Thanks again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You too. All right. Now we have a few songs that we are going to play here. So the first one, um, we actually have a couple songs here from Satoria. So let's play Back to Me, and then we'll be right back with more. So stay right here.
my time to put it all together in my head, making me priority, taking care of me instead. See, I'm learning to please me, learning to love me, living every Because I mean it, I'm feeling free, I'm feeling free.
have from Satoria that we mentioned in the interview is so real. So let's play that right now, and we'll be right back with a great song from Tara Townsend. So don't go anywhere. Here we go. We are back. Now here's Tara Townsend and her song, Black and White. You said you loved me.
There you have it. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this wonderful episode of The Josie Show. And thank you to all of my guests. And I appreciate all of you for tuning in and staying tuned in for the whole show. Uh, We truly appreciate all of the love that you guys show for our guests. And also just for for the show in general and for supporting Josie Network. So we really, we love y'all. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. And I hope to see y'all again next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.